Attention. T minus 90 seconds in counting. All systems are go. How was your Thanksgiving, brother? It was great. Actually, you know what? For a couple of years in a row now, I had been really good at filling my plate with pretty much a little bit of everything, eating it, and not feeling like death afterwards. Yeah. Not this year. I uh, overate, and I was in pain for like a good two to three hours. Oh, jeez. It, it, it was a process, yeah. <laughs> well, see, John, you got to look at your metabolism it. like a fire. You know, you just yeah. feed it little twigs here and there. But if you throw a big log, in yeah. this case, Thanksgiving, the equivalent of four plates of turkey and cranberry sauce, which is disgusting, by the way, you're going to get burnt out quickly. Yes. Let's take it from go. me. I put fitness first. Did you, um, what about you? Did you stuff or did you maintain? Did you not go overboard like me? I didn't have enough. Gluttonous fool. Oh, I didn't even have enough to eat. Why? The food was there. I was just in the situation. I was in the situation where uh, we went to Jen's grandparents' house, and my friend Bryce, who I haven't seen in a while, came over. And yeah, I want to we, talk about him. Sure. We drove separately. Sure, yeah, yeah. We Jen's like, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead. You know, I'll take the pie. Just come over. You know, half an hour. Well, we got talking, as you do, and lost track of time, and he was pouring drinks, and I'm getting him beers, and we're doing shots. Next yeah. thing you know, it's like uh, 8 o'clock, and she's like, where are you? And I was like, we are in the car driving, and she's flipping out, and I'm like, if you keep texting me, I'm going to get to an accident. Working. And I'm like, come on, we got to go, we got to go, we got to go, we got to go. You know, so we're running. Oh, my God. So I shouldn't even be driving at this point. We're like <laughs> hightailing it down the freeway. We get there. And I think you spoke about a couple weeks ago, you know, like you just made Thanksgiving, you open up the door and everyone's looking at you. Yes. Well, she has a large family and they all have kids. There's like 80 grandchildren. and Anyway, there's like 50 people there. And we come in and I'm a little like lit at this point because everything's kicking in. And everyone turns in silence. And I have nothing to say except, I'm sorry I'm late. I like you to meet my fiance, Bryce. And he played along and was like, hey, everybody, nice to meet you. The whole place exploded. It was great. Vindicated. My fiance. Yeah, I was like, I'm sorry. I, I didn't want to say, you know, come off the bat like, I'm so sorry, everyone, because everyone knows, like, I'm late. Nobody really cares except for Jen. So I just did the, uh, I like to meet my won. fiance, Bryce. You won the audience and you got the, the, the applause. And so did you not get in trouble? I didn't get in trouble. I was good. All was forgiven. The the family loves me there, so it was all good. They were more mad at her for, like, yelling at me once I brought it up. Of of course. But we had planes, trains, automobiles we wanted to watch. Bryce and I, it's like our favorite flick. You know, we've we've quoted back and forth. We spoof it. So we're like, we got to watch it together. It's Thanksgiving. It's tradition. So I ate really quick. And then I like walked around politically and was like, nice to see you. How you doing? Nice to see you. Pleasure. Right. Good to see you. How you doing? Kissed and I did like two hands. laps. Oh, I did wow. two laps. So subliminally you would think I would have done like one. He's been here like forever. Like I keep seeing this guy. Yeah, right. So then Hey, remember me? You saw me again. Hey, all right, see ya. Hey, good to see ya. So I'm like, if I just keep doing three second intervals with people, they'll think I've been there all night, like subconsciously. Yes. And then David, Jen's brother and his uh his girlfriend were leaving, and I was like, listen, let me leave with you. 
So we're not, it looks like we're all leaving together and we came together. Wow. And then when someone's like, oh, did David drive you? I, I didn't want to lie. So I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of blocking him in. I got to. I gotta oh, my God. So then we – so I was only there best. for like 40 minutes and I was like, I got to get out of here. Michael Biscardi just joined us, everybody, on the podcast. And, uh, How was your Thanksgiving, sir? Pretty, I don't think it's a good rest that story, but it was pretty good. Yeah. That was it. We I was just describing my uh, Thanksgiving about how I spent like 40 minutes at dinner and the rest just hanging out with a buddy and, you know, watching <laughs> movies, getting lit. Yeah, Responsible. Like I had no, I had a good one. You know, my favorite holiday year. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm man. sorry. Oh no, we're uh, having technical difficulty again. Again? Uh, it sounds like you're underwater. I just hear nothing. Uh, oh, no, I don't hear anything. I see a Jurassic Park uh, framed movie poster in the background. It appears. Uh, dude, your friend Bryce got you some really cool shit. Herpes. Oh my god. <laughs> got really bad after the cranberry sauce. Oh, uh, I don't know. I wouldn't <laughs> share what he gave you. Do you guys like cranberry sauce, though? I gotta ask. Yeah. I like everything, dude. I don't like it. No? There's nothing I won't eat. It's, it's okay, but I can't do that. Mike, try taking the video off for a second. Maybe that's distorting the sound. If you could. It just it sounds really chop. It's just real static. You know like robotic. Yeah. Okay. I can take the like, problem inside. I'm using like this, my mobile hotspots. I think that's like this interference. Yeah, it sounds really cloudy. There's some interference. The um Well well we're trying to fix Mike's audio up here. The uh what was I talking about? Cranberry sauce, I can't do it. It's it's probably not the taste, it's the consistency. It's like a jello thing that's yeah, I don't know, I can't do it. It's probably delicious. Make, some people make it homemade and it's actually kind of easy to make. It's just like uh cranberries and sugar and I think oh. that's it. And like water. And that's really good, but I Is still it? like the the gel. Maybe if I, I like tried the, it I would like it. That cylinder blob. It's just like <laughs> And it's really tart if you mix it with like some gravy and stuffing and mashed potatoes and put it on a roll. The candy yams. Oh yes, candy yams. Uh, string bean casserole. Casserole. Love it, man. I just pile it all in. But I went overboard because I had two pieces of pumpkin pie. Ooh. Killed me. It killed me. Oh. That was the okay. icing of the cake. That's when you're full and you go, yeah, I just can't eat another <sighs> bite. Oh. I was like... Pumpkin pie. I'll take three. Sitting, sitting back and drinking bourbon, and all it was doing was making me tired. It, it, it did nothing for me. Bourbon. I'm like, I'll just drink this bourbon, and it'll wake me up. No, it'll put me to sleep. Even Old more. crow. <laughs> Down the hedge. Like really good bourbon. It was good, man. It was fun. So we uh, we watched a little Plane Trains Automobiles last night, and him and I have been quoting this movie for years, like five years and, ago. He gave me the soundtrack and and all this cool stuff. And uh, and what did he get you? He brought some gifts over, all wrapped and everything, like uh, you know, presents, like Christmas time under the tree. And is this for like dude. inviting him to have Thanksgiving with you, or he had this? For, I haven't seen him in a while. I haven't seen him in maybe okay. a year. So he accumulated some for my birthday and some from uh, I guess Christmas last year, and then the rest for for Thanksgiving to have him over. His wife was in uh, New York. And, um, so he gave me herpes and it got really bad. No, it was, uh, he got me a life size. It's like a 36 by, I don't know, maybe 24 John candy poster from a still from the, the flip, which is really cool. He's got a, he's got like a mustache. So it's probably like, Early eighties. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's 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 in the eighties. It's definitely the. Uh, here, I'll try to see if I can pull it up here behind me. It's, it's a little big. He's like, it's kind of right sitting here. there. Sort of he's holding it. like a book. He's smiling. He's got a mustache. He's got a tie and a vest. He's reading the Canadian Mounted, and it's it's a good yeah. prop book. But uh, so I was like, Mounted. this is amazing. This is really cool. Thank you. 
blown away, thought it was a great gesture. And he goes, no, no, there's more, there's more. Um, and he was joking. He's like, oh, Jenna liked the presents too. And they really weren't it for her. And I was, I thought they'd be like, you know, stuff that like his wife made or something like that. And uh, so the other presents were a, uh, a still photograph from the, from the film with John Hughes, John Candy, and Steve Martin, which is really cool. It's like an authentic photo that's mounted with the, you know, authenticity on it, which I thought was great. And they're like on set, just kind of like talking in between takes. Yeah, yeah, they're just on location uh, filming, uh, you know, so just cool. like a candid shot. Yeah. Um, Steve Martin's wearing like a winter kind of hat because it was cold and, you know, they were just kind of waiting to film. So that was cool. And then uh, there was a magnet, like this 80s magnet. of Oh, yeah. Which was awesome. It's like oh. a miniature movie poster of planes, trains, and automobiles. Magnet. Right. right. No, really Magnum. Cool. It was a gun with the uh, movie on the side. It was Magnum Connors. Crazy. Yeah. yeah, here's a good question. Is, can anybody remember where they were when John Candy died? As if it were like the president, mm. the, the Kennedy assassination. I Believe do. it or not, I can. I, do. I remember exactly where I was. I do too. Because I loved him. I was such a huge yeah. fan at such a young age. Yeah. You know, he was like one of the first guys that like I would seek out all of his movies when I was like nine. Right. They were yeah. all, you had to see them. I remember was the last one and, uh, I don't think he made any more after that. I just yeah. remember I was uh, <laughs> I was I was at a sixth grade after school social it was called and uh, social. we all my buddies and I hang out and uh, we're wearing Walkman because <laughs> the Walkman was cool back then oh, and it even got a oh, they were awesome on it and then so the guy comes on the uh, with I his monocle shit out of my Walkman. And he's just like, actor, comedian, at age 43, John Candy has died. Uh, or should I almost broke my Walkman. I said, no, it can't be. There's no way. Yeah. No. It, it was a blow. I didn't really believe it. And Who said? I was like, how? Why? He he was, he's so young. And I think my mom or my dad was like, oh, he was just not the healthiest guy ever. Uh, what did no he do? I mean, we have a, at least a warning of most people, and they're not going to make it. Like Farrah Fawcett before she died, it was yeah, it was kind of hinted. Hey, look, she's she's going to check out soon. Um, or people like um, I hate to say this, but you know Charlie Sheen is in the news. Uh, I hope his health gets better because a lot of the guys from the '80s are slipping away from drug use. And oh, yeah. uh, so I hate to be a dick, but party's hard. would really hit the floor if he just came out of nowhere. And said, yeah. And, um, you know, yeah he, I wasn't surprised when the news broke that he had HIV. I was like, well, yeah. God, that guy I don't think was, anybody was. It was like, he was just like, Hey, STDs doors are open. Come on in. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look how he lived. So obvious. Yeah. Yeah. John Cannon was a fat guy. But there's plenty of fat people that are still living. Uh, right. Yeah. The McCarthy chick is still kicking. Yeah. Alyssa McCarthy's in her 30s, right? Or is she is she in her yeah. 40s? So she, yeah. The problem with those guys, women, heavier actresses, is they get their roles based on their looks. And even John Candy said, if he were to lose all the weight, you know, he wouldn't get these same yes. roles of. You know, the funny, yeah. quirky... Al Roker just isn't the same, in fact. With his the only person who's really been able to pull that off in a really impressive way, uh, as far as the roles he's been getting, is Jonah Hill. I mean, he I always yeah. thought he was just going to be the fat, you know, the fat kid, dopey yeah. guy. And then he, like, lost weight, and he's in, like, Oscar movies. Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> that was a rare thing for somebody that... Wall Street. Yeah. yeah, he's great in Moneyball. Yeah, that's a great flick. That's a great but, flick. Um, it was his idea. I mean, Moneyball. he kind of created the idea. He's like, buy all these guys who can hit for no, you know, for cheap. Yeah, school runs. It's a shame. The kid from who was drawing the dick pictures. Yeah, <laughs> what a milestone. <laughs> <laughs> What a landmark. Yeah, John Candy being skinny, I don't think anybody would have been able to get that around that. No. He was, uh, Uncle Buck, I think, is my favorite John Candy. Classic. Yeah, I, His I career was declining, too, when he died. He was, uh, 
he wasn't getting the kind of roles. He was in a string of you know commercial failures and critical bombs and. Really, yeah, his last cold. movie was Wagons East, which is yeah, it wasn't uh, yeah. awful. So I, I didn't see it. Wagons East, it, it's bad. It's it's just not a good movie. <laughs> what did he do? Has a special effects, He just East. leads. He leads this group of people in pioneer days. He's like this drunk wagon pioneer leader, a uh, scout or something, and. Um, is the whole comedy comedic presence of the movie is they're going east instead of west so. with Richard Lewis, right? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Richard Lewis. Richard Lewis was in that. I forgot about that. Yeah, he was. They were turning around. Wagons, before Wagons East, uh, Cool Runnings, excellent, which movie. was a great movie. Great, excellent movie. Yeah. Before that, Rookie of the Year, great, like you know, mid card level uh, role in that movie. Remember, he was the announcer. Yeah. This kid can do it all! <laughs> the rocket. Then he was JFK. JFK, yeah. Yeah, he played Dean... Uh, That's right. Atchison, right? Home Alone, Uncle Buck. Yeah. Who's Harry Crumb? <laughs> Great Outdoors, Planes, Trains, Automobiles, Spaceballs, <laughs> Little Shop of Horrors. Wow. Oh, yeah, he was in Little Shop of Horrors. Splash. National Lampoon's Vacation, Splash. Stripes, The Blues Brothers. Classic. Wow. Was he in Stripes? Yeah. <laughs> that's a great he's, flick, man. He's the fat guy. <laughs> yeah, that's a great flick, Stripes. Oh, I love oh that. Bill Murray is amazing. When does that Bill Murray thing come out? I forget. Murray uh, Christmas? Yeah, that's a good question. Oh, we got to find out. Do not I miss that. On today. What's that? I think Groundhog Day was on today. On the- nice. Did you guys go out and uh, stamp over people trying to get a TV at Best Buy at four in the morning for Black Friday? Absolutely not. Uh, no, I did not go out. You know, we did food shopping today, which was just a bad day to do it. But it actually wasn't that crowded. It was just when it's not crowded, um, sometimes you spend more time at a supermarket because oh. you have all this time to shop because you yep. know you're going to get to uh, – a counter, so you waste and it's it. going to be empty, and you just keep buying stuff, and that's how it went. So, <laughs> and you're hungry. You uh, got things exactly that you can't like even have. <laughs> I'm allergic to this. I'm going to get it anyway because there's no line, and I'm starving. <laughs> I think a lot of it is people just need something to do because otherwise they could just buy all the same things online right. on Monday. That's what I told my wife. I said, you know, it's Cyber Monday. Yeah. So we get something from IKEA in a couple of days. She said, "What's Cyber Monday?" Because you know, they don't have that in foreign countries. I mean, they don't have Black Friday either. Right. So, <laughs> they <laughs> have. Everybody in the world could probably get in on Cyber Monday. I mean, because it's Is it Friday. Is <laughs> How do you say Friday in Espanol? It's uh... lunes. No, uh, lunes. Viernes. Uh, Sabado. No, that's Saturday. Viernes. Viernes. Viernes de Negra. Yes. Si. Viernes. Screaming it. We went to uh, Michael's today, just a craft store to get some frames. And even that was a little crazy. We went at like 4 o'clock, 3 o'clock, and it was was a little wild. It was a little wild in there. I, uh, aggressive. I was at Publix for like five minutes. I went and just got like bre- breakfast food and then just ran out of there. You didn't even pay uh, for I did, it. I, I didn't even drive. I walked over. I was like, I'm not even going to deal with the parking madness. Um, but it wasn't that bad, but it still was very crowded, very busy. And, uh, Clark is going to leave us. What is going on in the background in his little office there? So, is Claus joining us? Uh, it looks Scotland. like Claus. You know what? It looks like Claus is trying to join us. He's listening. He's in. He's listening. listening. I patched him through. Okay. And now you scared him off. No. The uh, the aggression of the the shoppers on Black Friday um, is funny to watch. I'm watching people and they're hurling in and out of people like a uh, 
like a racetrack, you know, trying to get to the this and that, the deal. It's like, oh thank God. God we're not running out of food in this country. Could you imagine if oh, we were – imagine if, you know, the power goes out for five days and people – I mean, imagine how they're going to react when the food runs out. I mean, we, we do this for crap made in China that's, you know, 50% off. People are not things over we TVs. don't need. Imagine if it's something you need, like food it will or go booze. Down. It will go down quickly. When it gets to that, everything oh. will end very fast. I'm going to your place, Star Island, surrounded by water. The apocalypse. Uh, Bill Murray, a, a very Murray Christmas, uh, expected to be released on December 4th on Netflix. Ah. Starring Coming up. George Clooney, Paul Schaefer, Amy Poehler, Michael Sarah, Chris Rock, The, uh, the Rock. Rashida Jones, Madison. A million, a million funny celebrities. It's going to be good. It's going to be good, man. Let us know what you'd like to look forward to seeing. Tweet us at the podcastle at the underscore podcastle. And uh, like our Facebook page, we have a nine to one ratio of Twitter followers versus Facebook likes. Need to bump those up. We'll pay you. Yeah, it's uh, negative territory. That's, That's a ratio of like. Uh, the cowboys who, for some miracle, may still have a chance at the division. It's amazing. The whole that thing's up in the air. A, yeah, that was one um, horrible loss for the Eagles. That was they're, bad. They're embarrassing. It was comical. The only good thing is I had Calvin Johnson on my fantasy team and he had three touchdowns. So, I, uh, so you'll take definitely it. up. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I hate the, the Eagles. It was comical. I'm not rooting for them anymore. No. I will only root for them uh, when they support me. And yes. they haven't been. I buy With their shit. Cash. I wear their yep. colors. There's and they don't support me. So I don't support them. But I'm just the Giants may miraculously pull this one off with other people suffering. They've just got to pay in there a little longer. And they may have a division with their. <laughs> there could five. be a team with a losing record win. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's bizarre. It's just out of it's this crazy. world. It's crazy. It's out of this world. It's crazy. It's so crazy. Yeah, dude. But everyone had a good Thanksgiving, though. Everyone was good. Good foods, good times. What time did you guys go to bed? Uh, it was probably around 2 in the morning for me because I didn't get home until, you know, about 1.30. Okay. 3 a.m. <laughs> no, like 2. 3 like two, like leaning into two. I probably passed out at two. I was just after the food coma that I I fought for like three hours because I didn't want to fall asleep at like nine. Yeah. Finally, finally, it ended at like eleven o'clock at night, and I was like, "All right, I have like a second wind here," and you know, I started enjoying things again. Started playing music. There's this um, this Louis C.K. thing, real quick. I don't stop eating when I'm full. The meal is not over when I'm full. The meal is over when I hate myself. <laughs> so great. You ever you ever go through that food coma and then you start to feel a little better and you're like, well, maybe I'll just cheat with a little slice of pie and then you're back in, you know? It's like yeah, uh, it was a family circle <laughs> like going on, but we're you know, the talking about days of but every now and then you'd say, hey. Joey, you remember when that happened? But there's always that one person in the circle. You turn and they're knocked out in the chair because the drift of air finally hit him. Yeah. That's where I was. I was getting to that point. Uh, and I, I was at, you know, like I wasn't at my own home. I, I don't feel comfortable just passing out on a random couch in the middle of Thanksgiving. Exactly. But right. I was getting, like, Heather, we got to go. We gotta passing out, out at the table. Pissing oh. yourself. <laughs> just let him sleep. Let him sleep. Oh no. Customers reacting negatively to company's Christmas tree candy Reese's peanut butter cup. Christmas tree. Oh, that's a classic. Come on. Don't do anything with that. Stop the it. Tree. Stop uh, it. God. It's like, yo, you can make your other things. You can do yours. <laughs> yeah. You can do ours. Don't eat ours. We all love, yeah, we all love chocolate dreidels. Yeah, it doesn't matter what shape it is. <laughs> You're eating it. It's food. 
it's poison basically because it's just sugar. It's not and good in for fact, you. Chemicals, you asshole. Your body's like a fireplace, and that's like a log, <laughs> a log of shit. <laughs> no, you know what that is? That's like something that doesn't burn. It's like a rock. Rock. There you go. Yeah, man. Yeah. People need to get over the little. I mean, why does that offend you? It's candy. <sighs> really? I don't. They're mentally challenged. Not mentally challenged. They're mentally deranged. But and they need things, to be removed. There's things that are so offensive, though, that should offend should. people. But not candy. You eat right. it. Eat it. And you shut eat up. it, Johnny. You eat it. You eat it. I know. <laughs> I know. I know what you do. You eat it. I know. What is that? So, and what else? There was one other thing. He gave you, like, it was like the original script from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? It was John Hughes's left thumb. Coffee stains and all? His he left... stole it. <laughs> it was a script. It's an original script. Top. It's an original draft of the film um, that John Hughes wrote. Uh, Amazing. From February of that year, they were filming it. And it's so funny because it's an earlier draft which means there were a lot of changes made in the movie. So I was reading through the script, and there's so many extra scenes in there that explain the backstory of Del Griffith oh. and what that means. And they they is cut a lot of it out from the movie. There's a character named uh, – what was her name? Marie. There actually is a Marie, but they cut her out. Maybe there's some lost footage somewhere. There was a – Marie's not in the film, but he – the scene at the end of the film when they're they're speaking at the train and he says, you know, Marie died. Um, he really goes into how she died and what happened and, you know, you learn the whole thing. It just wouldn't have made sense at the movie because they, you know, they – it would have been too much. It wasn't much. necessary. Yeah. It was one of those things. They cut it out because it's not necessary to the story. Right. Just background. Book. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, film and all that. There was a lot uh, of the backstory really there. There's some great scenes in movies that get deleted. Yeah, and Scorsese's known for it. He deletes a lot of stuff, for it. and sometimes it makes Scorsese. you wonder what they talk about in the editor's room to say that's just now that doesn't belong. Get rid of it. That doesn't belong. No, that's got to stay. Um, you know, I you really got to have that vision, I guess. Or it's yeah, just you have to be a visionary. Get rid of something and just sort of him. And I the actors too. The whole story of how she died. How did Marie die? My money's on breast cancer. Is that talked about in the script? Um, it alludes to cancer. Yeah, basically, basically he says she was sick for a long time. She was sick when we got married, and I hope she would get better. And she just kept getting worse and worse. And the reason he travels so much, which you can see that you know if you watch the movie is he's very sad to be home. So he's not homeless out of, you know, because he's a smart guy. He has has money and can, you know, he's savvy enough where he can get around, you know, get an airfare from New York to Chicago. Like he's not, you know, retarded. But uh, he just has to keep going on the road and meeting strangers, you know, keeps him kind of going to to meet these little, make people smile here and there. So, but it can only be done with John Candy because if you're reading the script and looking through it, if you didn't, you know, if they didn't make the film yet, you would think Del Griffith is like a real asshole. You're like, oh, this guy's a pain in the ass. He's, uh, you know, you wouldn't like him. But John Candy's so likable that you're like, oh, he's just right. a goofy guy. Yeah. 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 That's if it was like James like Gandolfini, <laughs> great actor. <laughs> What's that? Quite work if it was like James Gandolfini. Right. <laughs> hey. Right. Yeah. Right yeah. It's totally different <laughs> delivery. How you doing, sweetie? The film marked widely noticed change in the repertoire of John Hughes. It yes. was greeted with a critical acclaim upon release, a revelation in that Hughes was considered a teen angst filmmaker. It also got two thumbs up from Siskel and Ebert, with Siskel declaring it John Candy's best role to date, 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's in Roger Ebert's greatest movies collection. It says it was perfectly cast and soundly constructed. Classic. Yeah. Because I was trying to explain it to Heather because she's never seen it. And I'm like, it's a comedy, but it, there's also parts where you almost cry. So yeah. it's like a really good movie. It's got a heart. Yeah. And I think what makes it more poignant is in the fact that he's dead. Yeah. Believe it or not, are dead. Getcha, man. Uh, this is, 
It gets you every time. It's one of those films, too, where uh, it could have been a Christmas movie. Like, John Hughes could have easily just did the Christmas route, but he chose Thanksgiving, and it's like the only Thanksgiving movie worth watching. And it has the heart. It has all the right elements of a good film. What I love about Plane, Trains, Automobiles is in the first act of the movie, they have the blow-up between Steve Martin and John Candy yelling at each other. And in most films, that always comes, at the, you know, towards the end, the climax. But they get all that out of the way, right. right? You know, right in the first thirty minutes. So then you're rooting for him at this point, and then you can kind of move on from there. You're not waiting for the blow up. You can move on, and other things happen. And I think it's just such a well written film. Yeah, and it's the very opinion. last scene I think that hits you the hardest because you see a totally different uh, character. You know, he this is a guy who can talk to anybody. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's a shower curtain salesman. He's got no filter. But right. He gets the, to the house, you know, he's like, he's shy. You know, maybe I'll just stay for a couple of minutes. Yeah, yeah, you know, Neil, uh, I'll just stay for a minute, then I'll leave. And, well, Mrs. Peach. And, you know, cut to him, like, gripping his hat. <laughs> like, he's so nervous. <laughs> I think it'd be funny if he stayed there for two days and they immediately regretted the decision. Like, he's smoking at the dinner table. You know, he's not flushing toilets. You know, he teaches the kids. Get him, get him the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> One more thing in the script, too, I'll say, uh, is when Neil talks to his wife, when he explains that he's going to be late, they have a big blowout in the script. Like they're arguing, which explains why she's kind of crying at the end. And she says things like, what's going on, Neil? Like she's a little suspicious of him. If you notice when you watch the movie and in the script, I was, you know, just reading some of the scenes, Bryce read it. So he's like, Oh, check this out. It's, uh, they got into like a really bad argument. And the kicker of it, last thing I'll say about it was the final scene or the scene when he finds out he's homeless was like six, seven pages long, and Neil actually gets mad and like kicks the door and is like, "Don't give me this shit! Why are you here?" And it would have totally ruined the movie if they did it that way. Whoa. So I guess they changed it to a later draft, but it yeah, was. Like uh, he's angry that he didn't know this the whole time. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. He was. He was. He was angry about it. But I'll tell you, it's one of those films where. If you ask someone about, you know, if they've seen it, they either love it or they've never seen it. I've never met anyone that goes, that's ah, okay. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Uh, I so. wish it was on more often. Now that Thanksgiving uh, is over, it won't be. Yeah. And um, that kind of sucks. We've got to watch Christmas Vacation. That's one, of the, the beauties of, that's one of the beauties of Christmas movies is that they can play all month long all the way up to January. Right. Um, yes. So, you know, a longer season. Whereas, you know, Thanksgiving, it's a very short window. For it is. Thanksgiving holiday. It's very short. It's like, all right, get him in. Go, 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 go. <laughs> and you can't really do anything be- between, I mean, early October, people put Halloween decorations up, this and that. You know, after yeah. Halloween, you can't put Christmas decorations up. There's yeah. no Thanksgiving decorations unless you're a weirdo. So you kind of—it's kind of like a limbo thing. If you have to wait. Yeah, we have a few out in the neighborhood here. I guess it's a Saturday thing. A big blow-up turkey. <laughs> wait, is it like the, the inflatable turkeys? Yeah. Is it next to like a football player of the Jets that's inflatable? Yeah. Well, pop it, shoot it, stab it. It's it's yeah it's in that line of decor. I personally, even if I had kids, it's not my taste. <laughs> Um, nor are the blow-up Santa Clauses and, and reindeer. I'm just not into that. What's wrong with It's this? the Macy's Day Parade in my front lawn. Does it look like yeah. shit? No, it doesn't have to look like the White House interior, but, you know, have a little bit of class, man. You should go out with your uh, go out with your, your sidearm and just shoot it. And when they yell at you, you'll be like, I'm a soldier. I thought I was a terrorist. Fuck you. Yeah. Look disturbing. Oh, uh, I thought it was a Trojan horse full of Syrian refugees. Right. I had to kill it. We need yes. to do some photoshops. I want to bring this up for a second. I've had a lot of ideas this past 24 hours of photoshops I want to do for the podcast. Mike Biscardi and I are no stranger to them. John's no stranger to them. And I want you to tweet us to our listeners. Tweet us at the – really tweet us. Don't just say you're going to do it and then go watch, you know, yeah, Barbara Walters. Get distracted. At the underscore podcast, I'll tweet us what Photoshop you want to see of myself or Michael 
or John or all of yeah. us. And I'm going to do it this weekend. And uh, we'll put it on the, on the Facebook and, the, and the Twitter. So let us know what Photoshop you want to um, you want to see. Could be anything. It's a great idea. Anything, at all. Anything. Anything. Like a man, like a golfer with an arm growing out of his ass. That actually might be the first chop. <laughs> that actually might be it. That's a great idea. You did a good one. For, uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. My face was Dell. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you would do it the other way around, but then again, I started thinking. I said, "Now nah, that makes more sense." Oh yeah, <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, we got to do another one. I think maybe a Christmas theme, Christmas themed one. Christmas theme. Maybe I'll do a theme about the uh, <laughs> the Christmas toy. Put our faces. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. On which one? <laughs> Uh, I don't know any any one of the. Oh yeah, characters. yeah. <laughs> like make a podcastle Christmas card, and oh, yeah. just take Ooh. like a picture of uh, I don't know of three us, like, sweaty sweaters. three funny people. It's a wonderful life, but we're instead of Biscardi being saved, we push him off the bridge because a lot of the photo chops we do with Biscardi always ends in like some terrible situation. But he's just like Clark, and I'm like I got gotcha. you, you know. Like for some reason we're always trying to like I have access yeah. to any kind of power in the world and I'm sending him to like missions in Afghanistan. It's like, why do you have this kind of power? But nobody questions it. There was one Santa Claus picture I got totally dragged into right before I left for Afghanistan. It was in uniform. A bunch of soldiers saw Santa Claus and they wanted the P exit, you know, pass. Come on, Biscardi, come on in. Yeah, I really don't want, yeah, okay. Oh, it was such a forced smile. I don't think I, I think I sent it out maybe no. Is it online? Yeah, just was somewhere. Yeah, I think you could dig it up. Oh, I think I've there. seen that. I think you could dig it. I think I'm gonna unearth it. It's a very forced smile. Oh yeah. If I oh yeah. Not. Yeah, it's like the. It's like the smile with grandparents when the when dad's like, yeah. you know, you're gonna get smacked if you don't do this right. If you make like eight funny faces, you're like, okay, fake smile. Try not to laugh. Diarrhea. This is it. Here's your chance. Last chance. Last chance. Do it, do it right or you won't have a face. Do it or you're going to be with that inflatable football back. player outside. Inflatable <laughs> turkey. I want to put an inflatable black man up for Martin Luther King Day. Like a big ah. eight-foot black man. And like, Clark, what are you doing? I'd be like, it's Martin Luther King Day. Um, why don't you not be but racist can, and let me embrace it? Like a black panther. Down, but two weeks later, <laughs> right. uh, for Black History Month, you put up <laughs> one for each day, like it's Harriet Tubman one day, then it's <laughs> Malcolm Frederick X, Douglass. Frederick Douglass the next day. Bill Cosby, Cosby. then like at like 9 a.m. you come back out. Oh, sorry, never mind. We just yeah. said Bill Cosby at the I same forgot. time. I know. <laughs> hey, you got you. What's going on with Donald Trump in the news? I don't even want to say the news anymore. I just want to say Donald Trump. <laughs> Did you guys hear about him making fun of the New York Times reporter with a disability? Yeah. I Hilarious. See anything more than a clip, though? It's not like it was live. I didn't see a whole lot of footage of it. It was just your typical clip, and then like Anderson Cooper talking about it, um, you know, over the, the the Trump voice. So I didn't get to hear what he was actually saying. So if anybody wants to enlighten me, what exactly was that about? Mark, what? I don't know what Trump. Uh, I don't know what the disability was. I don't, I don't really know the story. I, I just saw him going like, oh, well, the, the guy, guy had a disabled, or was he poking? I think I could be wrong. I think Trump was making fun of the guy's disability, um, which isn't funny. But the way Trump did it was great. But then Trump <laughs> backpedaled so smoothly, was like, oh, I never met the man, you know. And uh, so, oh, what I think I is, Trump know. really does these things, you know, and then he either can backpedal it and yes. or blame it on an intern but um yeah. <laughs> but it works for him people forget about it like he'll say something outrageous tomorrow and you'll forget about making fun of the handicapped right yeah you see, the whole thing with mexican immigrants it's stuck but it's it, it didn't really hurt him still he was still the front runner and people are kind of over it so yeah. right you, know, you just get used to it after a while and people get over it you know, and they know this guy away. is not presidential like his predecessors. That's what I think a lot of people like about him. 
Yeah. And he's such a great deflector when they'd be like, what do you think about immigration? He's like, well, we wouldn't even be talking about immigration if it wasn't for me. <laughs> and then everyone would just you know, leave him alone. They'd be like, oh, yeah, crap. Right. <laughs> Howard. I love him. Coward. Yeah, I, I, I'm a fan. I, I think he, I don't care what anybody says about the fact that he doesn't make the race interesting. You know what? Oh. You, you like, you're glad he's in it. And you'd be sorry if he was out already because you are entertained. Even if you're not voting for him, you're entertained. Yeah, and I think it brings more people to the uh, to the light of the political spectrum that otherwise wouldn't give a shit, you know? Like uh, last president's election when you had like uh, Romney against, you know, whoever. You had some like crazies, uh, Romney oh, and yeah. Michelle Bachman, you know, but nothing like Trump. And because Trump's such a celebrity, you know, it's, it's kind of people are listening to it, it that otherwise wouldn't. Win, where does he go yeah. from here? I mean, he's still rich. rich, but he doesn't have the apprentice anymore. I'm really excited to yeah. see the governor. A celebrity apprentice. Yeah. But he won't get back into reality TV because they all dropped him and now he's replaced. So as far did as a public figure, where does he go from here? Did, does Trump and Schwarzenegger still have that feud going on or are they they buried the hatchet? They had a feud. They had a, I don't know if he if Schwarzenegger feuded, but Trump was saying that when <laughs> when Arnie was governor of California, he called him and asked him to do you know, suggest, made a suggestion of how to do something with the state better. He didn't really say what it was. Something about like a tax break for businesses, something like that. And Schwarzenegger oh. didn't do it, and he considered it like a slap in the face. But I kind of I, I don't that. think Arnold really cared. Schwarzenegger's real estate holdings. What's that? He's probably jealous of Arnie's real estate holdings. Maybe he didn't sell one of his malls or something. Could have been. Could have been. Does yeah, he have a lot of real estate. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's a mogul. He owns, he owns yeah, shopping I've, I've center in Minnesota. I have many lands. Many. <laughs> Get out! Many dirt. Who is where, your daddy? Uh, where, does he where does he have all this land? I think he's got a shopping mall in Point Missouri Beach. or Minnesota, maybe. I, I don't know exactly where. But, um, and that's only one. The name of a few. But that's how he got his start, really. He was flipping properties before he really made it rich. And that's he's a flipper. Thing. Oh, no way. He's a flipper. Yeah. yeah. He's a flipper. He's a rich dude. He's like the, like the porpoise. Mel Gibson, too. He's one of those guys that's great at real estate. You know who's not good at real estate? Nicolas Cage. That guy's lost like hundreds of millions because he's Oops. buying castles that he's been to once. And yeah, but didn't he also get like ripped off? Like, Wasn't he part of that Ponzi or Madoff or whatever the hell? I don't know. He might have been, but he made some yeah. bad deals. Yeah, I think yeah, that's what happened. His idea of broke isn't the same as every other American's idea of broke. Right. You know? right. So he yeah. sells off a, a castle. You know, it's just, he's still got another one. He should keep the castle. He's still got the Malibu. He's still got the place in uh, New Orleans. He's got a plot yeah. in New Orleans. He's already got his pyramid in a, in a crypt in New Orleans where he's going to be buried. Yeah. I saw it. He is Everybody's a there's a replica of the uh, Declaration of Independence buried with him. Yeah, he's got that haunted house in New Orleans. He's got that mansion in the French yeah. Quarter that's the mo considered the most haunted place in America. He owns it. It's haunted. It's haunted. He's got it's good got taste. He had Dean Martin's house in Bel Air for a while, I know, which is crazy looking. I mean, wow. Why wouldn't you buy nice houses, you know? Hmm. He's got to still make a killing, though, off of royalties alone, of all his movies that play on. Yeah, over the you know. course of 35 years, I think it's been. Right. Yeah, he's he's, he's getting money. If you look up how many movies he's done in the last four years, it's like crazy. A thousand. Like, if you think about it, he just he just started accepting everything. Yeah. Any, yep. Anything that he'd get offered, he was. He just doesn't turn down a script. All these lousy, crappy, I don't even want to call them movies, projects. Because I felt like he and was now, in, he's in like a Netflix show now. And now about the oh, yeah. really wow. Now he's doing something on the Indianapolis. Oh, nice. Yeah, which was shooting down in Florida. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Florida, territory. The he's doing something on the what? The uh, Indianapolis, you know, from Jaws. So he hasn't oh. been went into the water. We 
horrifying story. It's a story of Quint, actually. <laughs> it's just him playing Quint as a younger man. Bobbing up and down. <laughs> what's what's Nicolas Cage's best movies? Moonstruck. The, the Rock is one of his best. Yeah. That was so early, though. Uh, I, like, yeah, I, like, I like Lord of War a lot. It's not a classic, but I do. Oh, like yeah. Because it. um, it's the. It was about oh. 10 years ago when his career kind of already started to suck. And then I, think I, I think as soon as he started growing the long hair, with the exception of Con Air, the long yeah. hair, Nicholas Cage, just so hideous. Didn't need it. Um, I think that was the turning point of his career going sour. What about like Gone in 60 Seconds? Now Matchstick. Oh, goes. yeah. Gone in 60 Seconds was great. Was good. Didn't Face think off. I'd like it. Loved Face Off. Snake face Eyes. Off. But I mean, I like Travolta. I'm the king! Snake Eyes, eh. 8mm, kind of a nasty movie. Yeah. A porn, right? That was the porn one? Family Man. Great movie. Yeah, that's a good Family flick. That, that was a decent movie, yep. Yeah. It's a tearjerker. I never saw uh, Wind Talkers. Is it Wind Talkers? Yeah, that's pretty decent. Is it? The story is really good, um, but anybody else could have played that part, and you know, we've been like, uh, it's still no. a good movie. It was a good movie, but it's not like he made the movie. <laughs> How about Captain Corelli's Mandolin? I like that movie. Yes, very big fan of it. It did well at the box office, but I liked it. That's good to know. You know, I never saw it, but I was curious about it because it looks like it's beautifully shot. You know, what's it called, Clark? I, I missed it. I didn't hear you. Captain Corelli's Mandolin. He plays a captain during. Um, the war and uh, he's a captain. Captain Corelli's mandolin. And so he falls in love with Penelope Cruz, who is a Greek, but she's not really. Yeah. Um, and uh, so he, it's kind of funny because, you know, he's trying to play the Italian accent in the movie. Oh, no. But I thought, yeah, it was kind of funny. Was it World <laughs> War II? Was that? It was World War Two or World War One? Yeah. No, it was World War Two. So he was an Italian. So he was the enemy in the movie. Like a baton. Yeah, but it's so we should have bombed Germans, and they were siding with the Germans. And they kind of set up. And he's handling the band that he was lady. And um, yeah. yeah. Captain Corelli's mandolin. It'd be funny if they did the yeah. same story, but from the German side, and it was like. General Klaus's Kleischenheimer, you know, and it's just somebody <laughs> screaming the whole time. It's not romantic at all. I don't care about neither bike It's not romantic. Who said this was romantic? Who, who said this was a good idea? Oh. Not the days when no arguing over which language should be spoken in the opera. Right. I heard a story. I don't know if this is true or not. But somebody told me recently that this December they're coming out with another Star Wars movie. Yeah. And I just thought I need to verify this because there's not any marketing on it. <laughs> I haven't seen any sort of promotional pamphlet, uh, material, t product tie-ins. I just – Preliminary action figures. Maybe a radio ad. Yeah, something yeah. to say a it's banner. happening. Cross-promotional. I mean, people... haven't seen it. If, if people don't go to the movies on Christmas to see Star Wars, then what else would they go to the movies for? Well, you'd think they'd talk about that. Yeah, you'd think there'd be some kind of mention. Holy crap. I can only think of one movie I've seen, and I'm sure there's been others, but there's really only one that was released on Christmas that I can remember. I know what it was. It was, it was Rocky Balboa. It I think I saw it the day I after. actually saw that even before I think it was out. No. Uh, ah. No, I didn't. I remember seeing that movie like actually online. It was the first. Yeah, it was the first bootleg I ever saw online. Yeah. That's a bootleg. I'm a bootlegger. Bootlegging the movie, baby. Get out of my way. Get out of my way. What was the movie you saw on Christmas? It's uh, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. It was Clint Eastwood's first. 
Spacey, right? Delray Beach in 1997. Delray Beach coming at you. Wow. Coming at you. I'm going to throw this at you guys. It's feces. No. uh, There's (laughs) an article, The Telegraph. It's feces. It's feces. We've talked about this before, fellas, but there's an article that The Telegraph posted recently on the most overrated films. But it's an updated list. It's the top 10 overrated movies, according to The Telegraph and a poll. Hmm. You guys tell me if you agree or disagree. All right? Hit me, hit me with it. Number 10. The Departed, 2006. Overrated, overrated. they're saying? They're saying these are, these are overrated. Okay. Yeah. All right. Departed? No, I don't think it's a great film. Yeah, yeah I, thought it, oh, I thought the movie was amazing. Great flick. Nicholson, DiCaprio, Damon, like how Baldwin, how could that be bad? We'll do a few more. I'm gonna skip over a few. I don't want to spoil it. But uh spoil it. Mulholland Drive, two thousand one. Yeah, I never saw it. Um I've heard from a lot of people it's overrated, but I, I couldn't judge. Mulholland Drive. Have you seen that, Clark? I, I fell asleep during it. Oh, there you go. That doesn't say much. I was probably treating my body like a chemical cesspool at the night, but <laughs> Slumdog Millionaire. Ooh, that was good. Can't get me. You're just not going to get me to watch it. I just, I don't know why. I'm just not going to. Now it's several years old, so I'm definitely not going to. So. I met this guy who said I can get you all the Oscar movies that like aren't even, you know, that are still in theaters right now. I was like, okay, for like twenty bucks. And he, one of them was Slumdog Millionaire. And, like, I remember one week I watched, like, every one a different night. And it was good. Um, I'll probably never watch it again, but it was still really good. Sure. Felt very real the whole time. It felt very unique to your individual <laughs> acquiesced experience. And I never saw it. Correct. That was good. Very good. Network. Nerve-wracking. 1978. Network. Never even heard of it. Maybe. I've yeah, actually, I've heard I liked it. it. It's, um, it's a, yeah, I don't say overrated. I didn't know it was that critically acclaimed where it would be overrated. I thought it was, you know, it was good. Mm. What it is? Mm. I'll give you guys three yeah, more. It's been, been talked about in film schools, so I guess that oh. would make it properly rated. It's one of those. 2001 Space Odyssey. Yeah, I don't know my kind of movie, but I'm not going to say it's overrated. That's really for the cult, you know, the real film fanatics who want to do sci-fi. You know, they study the old uh, 60s and 70s. Right. It's like a film school flick. Yeah. Cooper gave me an erection. (laughs) Yeah, they, they worship Stanley. They really do. You, it really you, you did insult them like you called their yeah. mother a cunt that you didn't like. Right. Yo, what is okay? What is the sh- show or movie? I don't know what it is, but it's two like robots and a guy at a movie theater, and they're watching like a oh. film, and they're just commenting during it. What it's is that? Mystery Theater Three Thousand. Oh, it's is that connected to the movie you just mentioned? Two thousand no. Space Odyssey. No, they're not connected. They're not connected. That's my knowledge. Okay. I always get them confused. Yeah, they're probably just as shitty. Oh, we're going to get hate mail from Kubrickians. (laughs) Kubrickians. Kubrickians. All right, keep reading these. These are interesting. Life is beautiful. I love it. That's a great flick. That's not overrated at all. Wait, life is beautiful. Black and white. I, in fact, think it's an underrated film, personally. Yeah. It's not talked about anymore. I mean, the... the, uh... (laughs) I think that film wasn't even seen by that many people. It won the Oscar. Yep. But nobody had really heard anything yeah. about it until, you know, Roberto Benigni gets up and goes, I use up all of my English. Yeah. I'm like, mm. That was such a good it's flick, also a very man. pretty soundtrack, too. Yeah. No, I, I, just, I think it's a beautiful The Deer Hunter, 1978. Ooh. It's a great no, I don't, That movie's good. Did I study that movie in a film class? At Penn Again, State. it's another one of the cult followers, but but everybody can really agree that's a pretty intense flick. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Titanic. 
Oh, no, it was great. Yeah. 15, 15, 15 Oscar nominations. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. I hate Celine Dion. If you want to go with that as part of the overrated part Ugh. of the movie, I don't like how she gets credited. <laughs> the song wasn't even in the movie. No. <laughs> it's like you too when they did a uh, Hands Up Build America. Wasn't in the film. Was. <laughs> it was not in Gangs of New York. Hey Clark, let me ask you this. Did you like Kevin Costner's performance as oh. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves in the movie, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves? Like the movie, didn't like the performance, but still like the movie. Okay. Because well, uh, didn't you like his performance? Funny thing about that, my buddy Dan used to work at um, Stars Network, and he met the the writer of Prince of Thieves. I guess he was the producer, too. And yeah. he's, they were talking, and he said, no i got to ask you, why did you – why would why didn't Costner do an accent? Because he was kind of like I'm Robin of Loxley, and the the guy told him straight up it was because he was so hot off of Dances with Wolves that we were to let him do whatever he wants. And they he said that he hired Costner, a vocal coach, to do an English accent, and he just like couldn't do it, and he didn't want to do it, so they just said fuck it. You know, you're like the biggest movie star in the world right now, so you can just do it as an American. Do, do you think it's why. do you think it's crap? Okay. The accent, the lack of. Well, no, I was watching uh, WatchMojo.com's YouTube channel. I just got trapped last night in a YouTube K hole. It just took me over. It was. You get dizzy, Johnny. Go. It wouldn't let go. They have top ten like everything's in any category of movies, characters, uh, genres. It's amazing, and one of them was like top ten missed casts of all time Ooh. and one of them was Kevin Costner as Robin Hood because of his <laughs> shitty accent. <laughs> I'm Robin of Loxley. I never really thought of it that way, yeah. Um because yeah, I love I loved the movie at the time and he's actually hands down in my top five favorite actors, but not for that movie. I like everything. Uh, yeah, he does. he's like, great. Yeah, I, I do. I mean, I just loved him. And he plays a great drunk. Almost every nine out of ten films he does are baseball related. He's like an ex-ball player. Yeah. I guess that's a kid. But, um, yeah. Like he's the burnt-out ball player in that movie, uh, Joan Allen, and he smokes weed. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, this guy's yeah. cool. <laughs> he's good. And he's good at playing this. Yeah. You could yeah. never picture him being cast as anything like that now. I mean, he's too old for it anyway. But that was like young Kevin Costner. Yeah, he's um, good. The Untouchables. Yeah, kind of star. Elliot Ness. Here's one that I think is overrated. Inception. Yeah, <laughs> Don't know anyone that's seen it twice. Oh, it's, yeah, it's a great, great movie. It's three hours long. Have you that's, seen it more than once? It's no. Too long. Yeah, it's too long. It's like um, well made. You see it once, and you're sweating and exhausted, and your back hurts at the end. And <laughs> you're like, okay, that was interesting. It was different, but I'm never going through that again. Right. It's just what too I said, uh, much. I need to go to the orthopedist. But you know, I won't say that's an overrated movie because you know it's like a million to one. I'd be the only guy in the room who didn't like the movie. I just I don't dig Star Wars. I don't dig the Tolkien films. They're just not for me, but that doesn't make them. The what films rate. after Star Wars? I didn't hear you. Golden? The Tolkien. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with you too. Never saw any of them. I don't like Tolkien. Wait, who's Tolkien? Is he uh, Lord of the Rings? Right. Yeah. The Hobbit. And they also <laughs> tried to do with C.S. Lewis and bring back, you know, Lion the Witch and the I don't think that went, yeah, I don't think that went very far. The Narnia Chronicles? Yeah. Yeah, I only saw the first one. <clears throat> My brother told me after 10 minutes of seeing a lion talk, you're like, okay, I'm bored now. And a beaver. <laughs> There's like a talking beaver. You're like, come on. Yeah, he's like, all right, it was neat for like five minutes. And then you're like, okay. I can't. I just can't. I'm not into the Hunger Games. Everybody said it was so brilliant. I, I watched. Yeah, they're okay. Enough of it on YouTube to be bored. I think the Hunger Games have a cool backdrop and a cool story of – how the world is in that those films. I just yeah. don't think they deliver like as much as they could. The people are so weird looking. Yeah, it was like a good yeah. idea to start, but it's like, okay, now how do we land this Dragon thing? It's, it's not you know, going to All this incredible stuff. It's great body of work since then. 
Right. Right. But she yeah. keeps going back to it. Too. Right. It's amazing yeah. that she's like bigger than that movie franchise now. Yeah. You know, that's it's not as good as Twilight, Sorry. but it's good. <laughs> it's good. All right. Here's one that's extremely. The books are fun. Still, I watch it. Not as good, like always. They need to do a uh, four film version expansion. A fan fiction of the Twilight series, I think. I just think there was so much more we didn't get they as are, humans. They're getting that, spinoffs. You know that, right? From your mouth <laughs> to the ears of the celestial lights. Have you guys ever seen Twilight? I watched all of them in one day. Not bad, though, right? Not good. But I mean, I, I don't I hate just, this movie, I, right? I got through all of them in one day. I didn't like stop midway and be like, this is bullshit. One day? What bullshit ex-girlfriend put you through that? I want their hands on the plow! It was almost like we, we saw the first one was on and it was nine in the morning and I was like, oh, I'm going to watch this and just see how far I can get. Right. And we end up finishing it and we looked at each other and I'm like, let's just see if sure enough, all of them were. All Not the way bad. Until the last one, which was like in theaters at the time. The, uh... The, the last one was the, the it was split in two, right? It was uh, yeah, yeah, two parts, just like Harry Potter. What was it called? I thought they were all parts. What was I, it called? I've seen every single one. I thought. You know what? My biggest problem was. My biggest problem was, the vampires don't have fangs. They don't have fangs. Right. So what's with the high speeds where they can <laughs> run fast? That's, a, that's a thing. I mean. <laughs> He's the, the Flash. The superhuman He's strength the was a little ridiculous, too. Vampire Flash. Good. We Great. should bring, uh, if you guys are... Yeah, Barry Gordon is uh, running around. Barry Allen. Barry Allen. <laughs> Barry Gordon was a hockey player. Probably. Sounds Here's like a good one for Canadian over in the Underworld. Here you speaking of. Oh, yeah. Uh, a new one is coming out, I think, next year. With Kate Beckinsale, right? I only saw one of those flicks with you, and it was good. Yeah. She's hot. I like it. I like it a lot. You guys want to wind this uh, propeller down? Oh, we've been going over an hour now. Hey, real quick. We should bring Bryce on the show and do a movie with um, Brett. Because oh, yeah. Bryce has written like critical movies. I didn't realize that. I knew it was like movies, but he really last night went off on which movies is overrated, the problems he had. He was very. No I'd like to have those two on, and we kind of just throw them like like dog fighting. Like we throw them little bits and just see them chop and see who likes what. Well, why don't we have him on by himself, and okay. then we'll have him on with Brett. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Do it, do it step by step. Actually, that's, I mean, that's step by step. Awesome. I love that stuff. I love uh, big movie fans. It's good stuff. Yeah. We we should have a big movie critic on the we show. Need to, we, we need to have the biggest Star the big... Wars nerd. You want to be a guest on? You know, we got to sneak <laughs> in some form. Talk all, of, and, and it's probably not a very difficult sell because you know no. there's people out there that want to say I am the biggest Star Wars fan. Why I've been oh, president oh God, of my yes. own fan. It wouldn't make me president of the fan club, so I made my own. I, I live with my mom. You know what you need to do? We should have the biggest Star Wars fan on, you know, say, can you be stumped? Just trivia, you win a prize. Yeah, and then we'll throw out ridiculous things and we'll all agree on it and then argue with them when they when they lose their top. Like, C-3PO, you know, is actually gay. Like, what? Yeah. What? He's an android? There's no... Movements of the bowels or penis. Actually, that was uh, synonymous with the gay movement of Fire Island in the 70s. C-3PO, the P stands for penis. And we'll be like, oh, yeah, no, it's a fact. We learned it at Harvard Film School. And we'll just watch this nerd, like, just start losing it. Did you know that in reality, Darth Vader wasn't actually played by James Earl Jones until he took the mask off? <laughs> <laughs> did it you know that? Lucas himself. Did you know that? Did you know that R two D two had Down syndrome? Stop <laughs> with the blasphemous! 
Princess Leia was transgender. <laughs> I just love it. Star Wars you know, fans. I was approached for the role. Star Wars fans aren't as bad as Star because everyone's like a Star Wars fan to a degree, and if they're not, you deal with it. But Star Trek right. fans are something special. Star Trek, for some reason, like stopped. It like sputtered out. They're, they're, it, it the young exist. kids don't like it. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not big with children like Star Wars somehow managed to to do to stay around. I don't know how they, they stay did relevant. Some years after nineteen seventy six, there's so many kids who were born far yeah. after. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yes. But then the re-releases, the the added footage, the re-released, released, released, added footage, Blu-ray, the re-released VHS. I mean, it was just always around. The re-released pube enhancement version. Release with the Reese's Pieces. (laughs) All right. Uh, This was fun, guys. This is a little impromptu. It's really fun. Sexual thing. Twitter us at the podcastle at the underscore podcastle, like the Facebook page. We'll be back uh, probably in a couple days. Uh, More stuff to talk about then. With Michael Biscardi, Jonathan Astor, I'm Matthew Clark saying goodnight, everybody. See ya. And Godspeed. Gobble, gobble.